Hello and welcome to episode 228 of Beyond the Weight with Henny and Sandy. Last time I did something really cute and quirky. <laughs> you did, but now you forget what it was? No, it was something <laughs> like, you know, where we chat about everything, you know, where we're, we're curious about anything related to health I, I remember distinctly you said that we're not experts on anything. Okay. Curious about all things. And I thought, oh, that was very good. And let's see. But yeah, so I'm curious, but I have a very short memory. (laughs) Right. Case in point. (laughs) (laughs) Usually I have something to chat about right away and I'm empty today. Oh, okay. But I've got something. So here's here's what I have to tell you. Okay. Tell me. So when this episode comes out, it will be the first day of school. So please, if you're listening to this in the first week of September, say an extra little prayer for me that I'm surviving my first week uh, back to school at a new school in a new grade, you know, doing all of that. Very excited. Yeah. But at the time that we are recording this, it's not quite the start of school and I'm actually going later today to a bit of a pool party. And the pool party, it's just, it's me and three other women. And these are women that I have met once before in person. So they're not people that I know particularly well. And, but I'm looking forward to, to going and and spending the afternoon with them and chit chatting and whatever. And it's at one of the girls homes and she has a backyard pool so that's all fine so yesterday I was putting together my bag to like be ready to go so I was putting a change of clothes and some sunscreen and a towel and like whatever and so then I put my bathing suit in the bag also so I was like packing everything into my bag and I have like and I put um a one-piece bathing suit in the bag without like didn't even like think about anything grab the bathing suit put in the bag and so then later I was like hmm because here's the thing every opportunity that I have if I have a day where I'm not like running around doing a hundred different things and I can have a little bit of time at home I've been going out onto my like back deck and sitting out on the back deck for an hour or two in the sunshine to read my book or do some schoolwork or whatever. And when I've been going out on the back deck, I've been wearing a pair of shorts and my like two piece bathing suit top. And so my tan lines that I have now Mm -hmm. are according to my, well, they're according to my, my bathing suit top and also a little bit according to like the way that the rolls on my body fall, you know, fall yeah. when I sit. Yeah. So, so, you know, so my belly has like a little stretch of like tan and then also like some white in the creases, as you can imagine. Now, I've been, so I've been doing that all summer. And so then I thought to myself last night, I was like, why, when I've been wearing my two-piece top all summer, why did I immediately put my one-piece bathing suit into the bag to go to the pool party? Well, I mean, the answer is obvious because when I've been sitting out on the back deck by myself, like I'm by myself and there's no one else there, like there is no audience, right? And so then I was like, I don't know. And so I was like, you know what, Henny, don't be ridiculous. Put your one-piece bathing suit back. You've been wearing your two-piece all summer, 
if you can't wear your two, like if you can only wear it when you're by yourself, like that seems silly. Anyway, so I have packed my two-piece bag ah, for, for the you. party. Very good. I Very feel, I feel good. like, I feel like that's growth. That is growth. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag growth. Yes. Hashtag Very good. bikini body. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you see, I would be like, I'm not even going to put a bathing suit on. I think that is a different, like, as far as when you're talking about growth, I think that's a difference between you and me because I think for many years you didn't wear a bathing suit and then even mm. when I first met you you only wore a bathing suit with shorts on top correct right so yeah. then so then to jump to like wearing a two-piece is a, like that's a huge stretch whereas no. for whereas yeah, for me I, yeah I always wore a bathing suit I always yeah. wore just a bathing suit I and like I never had a period in my life where I didn't wear a bathing suit. I never yeah. even had a period in my life where I wore a bathing suit only if I had shorts on. You know what I mean? Mm. That now to go to a two piece is huge for me, but like, yeah. I feel like that's huge for me in the same way that just putting on a bathing suit would be huge for you. Yeah. But I did have a period like within the last five years, I had, I had two bikinis and I was wearing them, but yeah. I, I literally just got rid of them last week. Yeah. Um, but I don't even feel comfortable wearing a bathing suit now. Everything is like, is, is like very, it's just like, my, I can't even, I can't even stand to look at my legs. Like it just grosses yeah. me out to even look at them in a mirror. Like it, it's just terrible. And so it's very uncomfortable, but to, I mean, I, it's hard for me just in front of Phil, never mind going to strangers, like someone I don't hardly even know. No. No. There's there's a part of me that feels like it's a little bit easier to do it with strangers. Oh, okay. You know, like mm-hmm. like if I were going to a pool party like at my parents' house like with my family, yeah, I don't think I would feel comfortable wearing a two-piece bathing suit. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Whereas I feel like this I mean, maybe I would. I don't know. Like, it depends on the two-piece, too, right? Like, yeah. Like, the the one that I packed to go today, like, the bottoms, like, come up quite high. Yeah. Like, on, like, they come up over my waist, right? Mm-hmm. And the top, actually, like, in the back, it's normal, but the front part of it has, like, a little, like, frilly thing that, like, Okay. So like, yep. so like there is definitely skin exposed, but it's not like you're wearing a bra and underwear. Like it's, right. it's a little more coverage than that. Correct. So, you know, to, yeah. to be completely honest and transparent about what this bathing suit looks like. Yeah. But it's still a two piece. I, I mean, that's on my, I don't know how much shopping I'm going to get to do this trip, but it is the one thing that I need to buy a new, I need to just, and I, and I don't mind going and spending like good money on buying a good one. Right. So, so that was my next um, question. Cause you said, you know, that at this point you don't even feel comfortable in a bathing suit, but so I was going to ask you, but if you had a new bathing suit that you felt like it fit well and it like, would you feel differently? Yeah. Yeah. And, and the thing is, is that I probably would feel more comfortable in one that's like the skirty kind, like the shorts don't do it for me. Like I haven't found something like, no. but, um, and I, 
I had a point in my life where I only wore like the skirt kind of bottomy ones, right, you know? Right, right. Um, but, and Phil doesn't like it when I wear them like that. Because it yeah. thinks it's for old ladies. It look, yeah, it it has a, a like an, but I was, I was gonna but say, I, I mean, I have to, maybe that's yeah. not nice, <laughs> but I have to wear what I'm comfortable with. Of course you do. And so if that's sure. the only thing I'm comfortable in, then. Then that's what it has to be. And, and sometimes things that like at some point we were like, the, like it, okay. I mean, and I am old. I'm 58. It's not like, I mean, I was probably wearing them when I was like 35. That's okay. I was gonna say you're not old, but yeah. you are older now than you were. And yeah. the other thing that I find too, is that maybe it's just that I'm getting older, but I think that sometimes I think like things that used to exist, like clothing that used to exist for, for people, you know, that were in their thirties or that were in their fifties, mm -hmm. that were in their seventies. Like, I feel like clothing that was targeted to an older crowd is trendier now than it used to be. Mm. Is that true? Or is that just, I'm older. And so it looks <laughs> Because I don't know. Old, you know, yeah. <laughs> it could be. It could be. Yeah, I, I uh, that I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I think yeah, I think you need a new bathing suit. I do, but it's I hate having to go, and then I have a like in my mind what I want, mm -hmm. and then, but it's just finding and and then the, the problem is I'm never there at the right time of year, like to go to Canada. Like now, it's just going to be what's left at the end of the season. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. Yeah. So, anyways, I mean, I'll take a quick look. I, I, it's not like I don't have, I don't have something to wear. I do have. I think I've still got like three bathing suits in there. Yeah, but uh -huh. but sometimes, like, if sometimes just to have something new, especially with a bathing suit because it's elastic and the way that it fits. Yeah. I feel like when it's new, it fits better. Oh, for sure, for sure, right? it does. Yeah. Bathing anyway. suit. Put it on the list. Bathing suit's on the list. Yeah. Well, if you need a shopping buddy, I'm more than happy to to tag along and uh, and be your be your moral well, support. Okay, people, that's a big thing because Henny hates shopping. <laughs> uh, I don't hate shopping. You know, no. I we have talked about this on the podcast. Yes, before, I know. I think I've said this exact same thing. Yeah. I don't mind shopping when you have something that you need to get and you go yeah. and you get the thing. Yeah. What I'm not that interested in doing is just wandering around aimlessly looking in stores. That's okay. what I'm not interested in doing. But um, <laughs> I will happily wander around in many a store with you, mostly because I know you have a list and you're actually looking for things. Yeah, <laughs> things, and I've already been like looking online to just be like, okay, I'm just gonna order, 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 and then I can just replace like I return it if I don't need it. Right. You know, I mean, that's a possibility and... too. You can always do that. <sighs> anyway, so I, I, yeah, I can guarantee you, I won't end up with a bathing suit. That's what I'm gonna tell you right now. Even though I'll be out, and then I'll just be like, yeah, I'm not in the mood, and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, but if you had a person with you who was like, oh, come on, come on, you can do it. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. We'll have, we'll update in September. All right. Great. Great. Did, great. did Sandy it. buy a bathing suit? <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll we'll even we can even put a a poll on Instagram. Yes. <laughs> see what see what the listeners think. <laughs>
did Sandy get a bathing suit? Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> okay. Um, last time we spoke, mm-hmm. you had said, you know, that we often are listening to podcasts and learning different things. And, and we chatted about, uh, we chatted about a podcast that we'd listen or an episode that we'd listen to about menopause having a moment. And, but there are a couple of other podcast episodes that we have both listened to in the last little while that I thought we, well, you brought them, uh, you brought both of these podcasts to my attention. And so I think maybe that's a good place for us to go next. Okay. Um, well, I mean, one is an episode from We Can Do Hard Things, and it's from several weeks ago, and it is an episode, it's episode number 230, mm-hmm. and it is all about, like, the best advice they've ever received. Yes. So do you want to start there? Sure. Okay. Yeah. So it was, so the hosts had actually done the uh, an episode, but then the, they, they redid one. Because so many people, like the listeners, had called in and right. shared their advice. Is that the one you would listen to? Yeah, I listened to both, 230 and okay. 231. Yeah. Okay. So so the I, I was like mad, like a mad woman writing these down as I was listening. I love this. Um, okay, great. Because some of these are so good. Yes. Like the one was look in three places before you ask for help. So if you're looking for something. Yeah, so if you can't find something, look for it three different places before you ask someone to help you look for it. Yeah. And this was like what you need to tell like husbands, spouses, children. Yeah. Not just yeah. husbands, spouses, partners. Yeah. yeah. Most but mostly children. Yeah. So I do a version of this in my classroom. Okay. Where I say ask two friends before you ask me. Okay. So it's sort of similar, you know, like, because inevitably you'll have given an instruction about something and then immediately five children are at your, you know, at desk. your desk asking you like to repeat something. So I'll always say, ask two friends. And if no one has the answer, then come and ask me. Okay. And with some kids that works really well. With other kids, you know, no. they're still they're still going to come and ask you, but that's fine. But yeah. at least you know it because the thing is often, and I mean we we do this all the time. Like often we have the answer, or we know the answer, or mm-hmm. the answer is like right at our fingertips. And so you know if we just you know maybe use a, a modicum of effort, we yeah. will be able to do it on our own. But mm-hmm. then, but it's almost like the thought of having to put in any effort is yeah. too much. And then we just rather ask someone else, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I mean, I, I really like this too. Like, look, yeah. look for something in three places. Yeah. I mean, I think it's okay. Like, it's, it's different 
uh, as an adult, because as an adult, you probably you already know where to go and look for whatever it is, but you're just being lazy because you think or you just I'm just going to take a shortcut. Why am I going to bother when I know I can eliminate the need to go to look at these three places if I can just ask Mm -hmm. the person I know who knows. But I think that for when it's um, children or people learning a new skill or doing something for the first time that necessarily isn't the best thing is to tell them where things are and allow them because then they never learn the skill themselves of being able to go and do research or um you know uh, troubleshooting themselves because mm-hmm. we're always available to give them the answer and then when we're not there then they they don't know what to do mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's funny because i'm just thinking about as you're talking about you know as adults you know, when things are, when we need information or when things aren't going wrong. And so I'm, or when things are going wrong. So I'm thinking about like any time the internet isn't working or like an electronic device that I have isn't working. And so then you call the company, you know, you're calling Bell, you're calling Rob, whatever. And, and they, like the first thing they'll say to you is like, Okay, so is your device plugged in, you know, or like, did you know, turn your device off, turn your device on. And like, and I get so annoyed with that, like with the the people that are on the phone with me, because I'm like, I already did that. Like, you think that I'm calling you and I haven't already tried five things. But like, the truth of the matter is, I think most people haven't tried five things no before they called, right so they're starting at the very basic because they can't make an assumption that you did you already knew that only to be yeah. told at the end oh it's not plugged in right and is- for sure i've had instances where something wasn't working and i yeah. like and i case in point yesterday uh i had new furniture delivered to my house and um, the, the one piece of furniture has like a, a, a lazy boy function. And so it has to be plugged in cause it, it operates yeah. on a motor. And, and so before the guy left, I said, cause he's like, okay, everything's set up. And I said, well, can you test it? Like, yeah. because I wasn't about to have him leave and then me, yeah. like see that it doesn't work anyway. So he goes and he like presses the button and nothing happens. <laughs> And Dude. so in my head, I'm like, see, this is why I wanted you to test it. Anyway, so he checked the connections and he's like, everything seems plugged in just fine. And and I said, okay. And he and so then he said, he's like, does this electrical outlet operate on a switch? Yeah. And yes, Bingo. it does. And mm. so I had to switch the, like I, I clicked the switch on and then it worked, no problem. Um, so like, it's true, like even like, like I'm saying on one hand, I'm annoyed when, you know, Rogers is telling me, turn it off, turn it on, because I've already done that three times. Yeah. But on the on the other hand, like I wouldn't have known why this chair wasn't working and it was simply yeah. a matter of flicking the switch. So, yeah, yeah, we do need people to start at the basic level for us. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. I mean, it's the, it's the first thing that anytime something electrical is not working is that you should always check and make sure it's plugged in. Correct. Is the, is it plugged in? Correct. And then this, and, and usually unplug and replug, even if it is like yeah. if it looks plugged in, maybe it's yes. jostled a little bit, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then the second thing, turn it on, turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Okay. 
I love that okay. advice. What other advice? Okay. Then there was the there was a, a young girl who had phoned in to tell her father she had her first kiss with a woman with another woman, mm-hmm. and was like, what like the next morning to she was so excited to tell her dad, mm-hmm. and then was like the reaction from her father was you know like life is for exploration. It was such a nice piece of advice, like to not make any type of judgment, but just to be like, that's fine. I mean, this is what life's all about. It's exploring. It's, you know, seeing what works for you, what doesn't work. Um, And there was a lot of conversation by the hosts surrounding that because leading up to like what kind of a dad, what, like they actually said, we want to talk to this dad. Yeah, yeah. Right, well, because, because why would we her why would he be the very first person that she wanted to tell? There's right. There's a history of a relationship Correct. already before Correct. that point cuz she lovely. was I think in her first year of college or something. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, you know, I think she like was like 18 or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. which really, was, really was really nice. Sweet. Yeah, but I was like, oh, I, I really like that, you know, for any time that, you know, even one of my kids or something, like, wants to share something that's just like, yeah, maybe, maybe it's not going to be the thing that you do forever without shutting something down necessarily yeah. or putting too much emphasis on something. And then, yeah. like, you know, just, yeah. just Whether sort it's of like, out like that. Yeah, um, you know deciding to go somewhere, deciding to switch jobs, you know, Partners, like, like, yeah, whatever sort of decision yeah. or like, um, you know, trial they're, yes. they're attempting, right. Or entering into. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. 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 I like that. Yeah. Um, where the one girl said that her mother had always told her like, but she was going to an event where she didn't really know anyone. Mm-hmm. And said, always take gum or mints or something, because it's always something to offer to somebody. Right. You know, just to open a conversation. Yeah. Or... So, okay, my husband always has mints in his suit pocket. Okay. But he only does that because of if people have bad breath. Bad he, breath, of course. He will well, take because one this and was offer funny it. advice, because the advice yeah. was always have gum with you so that you can, because you right away have like a conversation starter to yes. offer gum. But then yeah. one of the other hosts yeah. on the podcast said, but also if someone offers you gum, always take it take because it. there's probably a reason for why they're offering it to you. And I thought that was very funny. Yeah. Mostly because you frequently offer me gum and I always say no to it. And so now I'm second <laughs> Why it's being offered to me. <laughs> oh my goodness. No, I, I, if, if I would say that, I'd be like, Hey, you know, when we just had lunch, like, whoo, uh, yeah, <laughs> with a little bit on the garlic side. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> I often, uh, but I do, uh, I often have gum in our or something. But for me, it's because there are times when I just need to have something in my mouth. Like, yeah. now if you ever offer me something, I'm going to know for sure <laughs> I need to take it. Take uh, the goddamn uh, I think, But I think at this point, like, if you, yeah, you of us had bad breath, we would just say to the other, like, whoa. <laughs> I don't 
think we need the, the I don't yeah. think we need the pretense of the gum. <laughs> <laughs> okay, another one that I really loved was uh, the girl that phoned in and said, like, from a young, so she, her parents were divorced, and when mm -hmm. her father was remarrying or had other relationships, the mother always sort of told them that like, she was always happy that the more people that love that love you, the better it is. Mm -hmm. And I know for myself, I mean, I've don't know if necessarily I felt it always at the time is, you know, my ex-husband, there was one person he was in a long-term relationship with. And for some reason we were never introduced to each other. And so it was always weird, but why it needs to be, shouldn't be. Yeah. Um, but I was always very aware. It doesn't, there's no point in me being nasty or to someone else who spends time with my kids. Like yeah. it doesn't make any sense to me. Correct. Um, and so after that long-term relationship, when he was in the next one, I made it a point to want to meet this person, have them at my house because I wanted to be able to have some sort of a relationship. And I also knew that it affects your kids, you know, when yeah. they see that, that they can't talk about this other person and that. Yeah. Um, but I see this so frequently in other people, you know, and so anytime that I know of someone where this situation is coming up or is mm -hmm. presenting itself, it's, it, you know, you just want to like share an, with them to yeah. like, it's, it's okay. A really, that it's a really nice sort of succinct way of describing like here, like giving someone advice to say the more people who love your children the better yeah it doesn't yeah. diminish what you do like people w seem to get territorial mm -hmm. i'm their mother i'm their father i get to make those decisions right, right? where where um you know we're all different and mm -hmm. and so you pick up different things i think about my granddaughters and so they have such a massive extended family mm -hmm. you know and they they everybody's different and everyone has different things to offer to them. So mm -hmm. I think it's great because they can see for themselves as they figure out they are, you know, the things that, that they like, the things that they don't. It's like having a boss. I mean, anytime mm -hmm. you've had a different boss, there are management styles that you like of certain people and other ones you don't. And so if you ever get into the position of being in a position of management, like that's how you build your own style is yeah. like the things that you really liked that people, how they treated mm -hmm. you. And then the things that were done to you or you witnessed and you're like, I would never do that to somebody else. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, mm -hmm. so, I mean, it's just, it's very, it's, it's helpful, but I think especially it's, it is difficult, you know, as uh, there's too many feelings in a divorce often that mm -hmm. prevent us from being <laughs> the best versions of ourselves all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Yeah, for sure. I mean, so, so that's the thing with advice too, is like, it's great advice, but it's always easier said than done. For sure. For always. Sure. I, I remember having a conversation with my brother-in-law and like they were, it was like stupid stuff over like furniture. Like, why are you, why are you wasting energy? It's a thing. Like it's a couch. Mm -hmm. Who cares? Who cares? Well, I bought it. Who cares? Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like I can, I said, I can guarantee you five years from now, 
you're not even going to remember this whole thing, but you wasted no. so much energy and, and it just brought you upset for nothing. Mm-hmm. Like it just, you don't remember half of the stuff. It's hard to realize that when it's, you're in the thick of it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I thought that was, I just thought it was lovely. And I think it's, yeah, it I is do. good that, you know, I like that. Yeah. And that can be extended even to more, like even outside. And I think they mentioned that too on the podcast, like it can be extended to even more than just like multiple parents, right? Yeah. Like anyone, any person who is like an adult in the child's life, like yes. whether that's a teacher or mm-hmm. a counselor or a grandparent or, you know, yes. like the more people who love your children, the better. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I like that. All right. So this one was, she had to say it like three times. Okay. Right. You never know what worse luck your bad luck saved you from. (laughs) Literally, I had to play it back like three times because I'm like, what does that even mean? So you never know what worse luck your bad luck saved you from. Okay, Sandy, I live by a a very specific version of this advice. Okay. Every single time that I am sitting in traffic that is related to an accident, I, and, and when I feel Uh, myself uh. getting annoyed at the traffic, I always say to myself, well, if you'd been 10 minutes earlier, or if you'd been 30 Uh, minutes earlier, or like, it could have been you in the accident, like. I like, and so, so like, I, this is how I like talk myself down from being annoyed mm-hmm. that, that I'm in the traffic to begin with, or from being stressed that I'm late. Like yeah. I always think to myself, but if you'd been a li- cause I always, cause then what happens is then you think, well, if I'd left five minutes earlier, maybe I would have missed the accident. Okay. But if right. I'd left five minutes early, maybe I would have been in the accident. And so, yeah. and I have done that for years, Sandy, like this yeah. is like the mantra that I have when I'm stuck in traffic. And so when I heard this on the podcast, I was like, oh, I, I do that. I, I do that advice. <laughs> yeah. That's, you know what, honey, like that is really great advice. It's also even just to think about that. This is like, you know, especially when it's a bad at really bad accident is like, this is someone's worst day today. Yeah. And like, and, it, and it's, and how is it actually impacting me? Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm, Yeah. So only because with traffic more than more than most things, I think it's so easy to get irrationally angry about it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So Um, this next one was something that I know that you're you've shared this with us before with me Mm -hmm. for sure, um, because your parents both say this all the time. Mm -hmm. It's like you are not responsible for your children's greatest (laughs) mistakes nor their greatest achievements. Uh-huh. I have to tell you, Sandy, there were so many things in this episode that I was like, this is, it, like, it's, if if I compiled a book of all of the things my parents say, almost everything from this episode would be in the book. Like, all, so many of these things were so familiar to me that I was like, yep, yep, I know that one. I know, I know that one. And like, but it's good stuff. It is good stuff. I, I mean, I do think that you should, for your dad, for sure. Um, <laughs> for sure. For sure. My dad's got, my dad is, my dad is full of wisdom. He really it, is. Yeah. So even now, this is how far your dad's wisdom has gone because when we were on the last day of the hike, 
they had brought made us a lunch at the last and it was a rice with the stuff and Phil's like this is a clown around rice (laughs) 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 clown around it's like because it's all the little leftovers that they had for the last three days they've just thrown all together with this rice I love it. I love it. Hamilton isms have really started laughing. Have really spread across the globe. I I, I love it. (laughs) (laughs) He's heard me say enough. Oh, I'm at a clown around. It's a clown. It's a clown clown around. Yeah, clown around salad. I often have. Love it. I mean, going back though to the to the advice about like your 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 kids achievements are not a reflection of you but yeah. their mistakes aren't a reflection of you either i i do yeah. think that that's really solid advice you know yeah. for for a lot of different reasons because i think that it alleviates pressure on the kid mm-hmm. but i also think that it is really beneficial as as the parent or as the adult in the situation to know yeah. like you know, because we do influence one another for sure, right? Yeah. Like if if there are certain things, well, I mean, the clown around is a perfect example. Like if it's something that that I say and then I spend time with you and now you say it and now right. you spend time with Phil, now Phil says so like there definitely yes. we influence one another for sure. And when it comes to like caring for kids, there is something to be said for the way that kids are cared for impacts their life? Absolutely. However, at the end of the day, the decision that a kid makes is the kid's decision or Mm -hmm. an adult for that matter, the Mm -hmm. adult's decision. The accomplishments that, that a kid or that an adult achieves is based on something that they did. Now, could you have supported them or not supported them? Absolutely. But at the end of the day, it's theirs. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, theirs. Yes. And and so that led into saying, telling people in our lives that we are proud of them. Mm, this because, was interesting. Very interesting. Because when you say that, when you, you, when you express a sense of pride, it's like it's a joint venture. It was a joint achievement that you had with that person. And so that it made me think because it's something that, I mean, I've said to my kids, like, I'm really Mm -hmm. proud of the person you've become, but that is implying that I also had a role in that. Mm. And did I in a certain bit, maybe because of the influence Mm. and, but, but I also see I see, for instance, myself and my brother, mm-hmm. both raised exactly same, the same, yep. same yep. things. And my brother very different people, very different, yeah. very different, you know? Yeah. I. So here's the thing with the, with the proud comment, because it was interesting to me because they were talking about like, quite like just being cautious about using that yeah. terminology and saying like that I'm proud of someone because, and, and instead I think they, the, the phrase that they were trying to use instead yeah. was like, I love when you did this. Yes. It's or, fun to watch. It's you yeah. Do this. I enjoyed watching yeah. you do this. I, this, I I'm happy for you. Yeah. I'm like that, which, yeah. which I like, I like those phrases. Yeah. yeah. 
I'm not sure, however, that to say like, I guess here's the thing with, here's the thing with telling someone that you're proud of them. I don't necessarily think that if I, that if I tell someone that I'm proud of them, that I'm assuming responsibility, even in a little bit of what they've done, but what I am doing, whether I realize it or not, is creating a situation where in this particular moment, when you did this particular thing, I was proud of you. And so now are you going to be, especially with kids, are you going to be constantly now trying to achieve that pride again? Like, is this now a standard that I have set for you unknowingly Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. you are now pressuring yourself to achieve? Like, and like, what happens if like you do this one thing today and I say, I'm proud of you. And then you do that same thing tomorrow. And I don't say that I'm proud of you any, like I, does yeah. that mean I'm not proud of you anymore? Like, so, so I do appreciate that there is danger in that. Um, I, I mean, this is a, this is a silly example, but it's sort of like, if you see someone on a regular basis and, you know, you see them on Monday and you see them on Tuesday and you see them on Wednesday. And then on Thursday, you tell them that you really like, like, like they look particularly good that day or you really like what they're yeah. wearing. Mm-hmm. And then you see them on Friday, you see them on Saturday, you see them on Sunday. Like, so one day they looked nice and yeah. all the other days they looked like crap. Like, right. and of course that's not what you meant, but it can, like a compliment like that can sometimes feel that way. And yeah. so I feel like the comment of like, I'm proud of you is a little bit like, it can be a little bit like that. Like, yes, I'm proud of you today for this action, mm-hmm. but like, I don't know. So like, but I also feel like, but if I tell you, like, if I tell you every day that I'm proud of you for like random things that you do, does the, does the word lose its value? And it's yeah. like, so I, I'm not sure how to feel about that one. I'm yeah. not sure. Yeah. It, it did. I mean, I, I think just even hearing it and, you know, now anyone else that hears us discuss it, it just gives you something, I think maybe just to be more cautious of. Yeah. And not to necessarily throw, I think sometimes it gets thrown around a lot and it could, like you said, have a bigger, there could be bigger implications to it Mm. or consequences. Just thinking about like in the, Mm. the weight loss world, you know, this is, this is something that we've talked about before and something that I know that we're very, that we've always been very cautious about too, Mm -hmm. you know, that it's, we want to encourage people for the actions that they're taking. Yeah. And, and not necessarily for the result on, on the scale, for example. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, it would be really important for me. So like if I texted you one Saturday morning and said like, okay, like I, I'm down 1.2 this week, you know? Yeah. I mean, your response would always be like, you know, like, um, you know, something like, you know, way to go. I know you've been like doing this thing all week, like good job, yeah. you know, like it would yeah. never be like, you know, fantastic. I'm proud of you for losing more than a pound. 
you know, yeah, like, no. like, and yes. that's the difference, right? Like it's, yeah. it's, what is it that you're proud of me for? You right. know? And, and so, yeah. and, and with the same, with a, with a compliment, right? Like, like if you say like, oh, I like, you look great today. Okay. Do I look great today because I lost 10 pounds or do I look oh. great today because like this color that I'm wearing, you know, particularly pops on my beautiful mm. skin, you know, like <laughs> whatever, like, or is it because I just got my hair cut? And so the, like that looks, you yeah. know, like I, I feel like, and each one of those little nuanced things means something different, right? It's, 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 co it's very coded language. Right. And, and so yeah. I was thinking a lot about this, you know, still, you know, rehashing this proud thing because, it is something because I will tell students that I'm proud of them frequently, but I'm very specific about telling them what it is that I'm proud of them yeah. for. I'm proud of a, of a student when they like persist with a problem. Like, mm -hmm. like, I mean, maybe they didn't even end up getting it in the end, but like, I'm yeah. so proud of you that you like kept at it, you know, like, yeah. so it's not, it's not about getting something perfect. I, I don't care. Right. Yeah. It's about the behaviors and the, and the actions and, mm -hmm. and the, the, sometimes even, you know, like often one of the things, actually, one of the things that I frequently will tell kids that I'm proud of them for is like, if I overheard them say something kind to someone else, mm. like then I'll like call them over to me like later and be like, that was so nice that you did that. Like, I'm so proud of you for like, you know, like reaching out to that classmate or, yeah. you know, like, yeah. Yeah, like, like it's, it's that kind of stuff. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, that, uh, that's, that changes it. It does change it. If we go in, it's specific to knowing otherwise you're left to wonder what, what is it what is it that you're proud of yeah yeah i think it's important yeah, i like that no i think so too i think so too um okay and then the last thing was also it's like if you have people in your life where you feel like you need to walk on eggshells Ooh. This person had phoned in it was, and it was a relationship and said, you know, I feel like with my partner that I have to like walk on eggshells and the therapist said to them, okay, what would happen if you just stepped on them? Yeah. Because sometimes, sometimes we make assumptions on what the reaction would be on the other person. A hundred percent. Sandy, this is the yes. one piece of advice that like really spoke to my. Yeah, me form. too. <laughs> yeah. Because I am an eggshell stepper. I, I me too. Only For certain sure. people. Other people know, For but same. certain people. Yeah. And um and, and so and, but you're if, right. Like what would happen if you just stepped on the eggshell? Like what if you yeah. happen if you just like clomped on through? Yeah. Yeah. In in and many cases, fine. Like the boundary is readjusted. Yeah. They didn't care in the first place. Yeah. Yes. It was a non-issue. And if it's a problem, then there's something in that relationship that needs adjusting. Yeah. Adjusting. Yeah. yeah. And in this case, the person did, and then they had, it was a huge fight and then they broke up and like he moved out. Like, yeah. So, but it, it was something that was going to happen at some point anyway. So you were just prolonging it, which, which, which does sometimes happen. Yeah. If we're walking on eggshells around a certain situation that at some point needs to be addressed. 
Yeah. Right. Um, but it's never a good the, one. It's never the right time. But I was like, ooh, it, it hit me too. I was like, oh. <laughs> this was meant for me. Yeah. Yeah. Great advice, Sandy. Yeah. Yeah. So all of this, I mean, it was it was chock full, chock full of, of advice and stuff. Yeah. And it was and fun. not like the typical advice that you hear. Yeah. You know, like wasn't not none of it was like stereotypical, like like yeah. advice that you see on like a little like, yeah. you know, placard or you know, like it was yeah. it was real specific examples and uh really yes, yeah. yeah, really meaningful, I thought. Yeah. Yeah, it was. and applicable, like applicable to lots of people, and and even though the advice came mm -hmm. from like very specific moments, it's applicable to a lot of different moments, which I yeah. thought was cool. Yeah, I loved that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That. So Anyways, yeah, so, it so check it, check it out if you're interested. Yes. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Very good. Okay. And then the other podcast episode that you had sent to me was from the podcast Hidden Brain. Mm -hmm. And the episode is titled Learning from Your Mistakes. And yes. you sent it to me and you were like, I think this, I think you'll love this or something like that. Yes. And of course I did. Yes, of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> Of course I did. So I took some notes about it because I thought it was really, I thought there were a couple of things in it that was, that were cool. So one of the things that, so really the whole premise was, um, you know, the idea of treating mistake, like we need to be willing to make a mistake and we need to mm -hmm. know like how to use a mistake to help us and to better us rather than just avoiding mistakes altogether. Right. Right. And, and so they were talking about this psychological phenomenon that is called the sour grape effect. Mm -hmm. And the sour grape effect is the idea that you're so concerned about failing at something that you just convince yourself that you actually don't want to do it. And so mm. that way you won't try it so that you can't fail at it. So like, right. you know, like for example, um, you know, maybe you would, maybe you really want to, uh, you know, get a particular job, but you don't feel like, if you applied for that job that you would ever get it. And so you convince yourself that you don't actually want that job. And so the reason that you're not applying for the job is because you actually don't want it. When the mm. real reason is that you're just afraid that you might apply and not get it and feel bad about it. That really spoke to me. Yeah. <laughs> in, a, in a big way. Most, so not in the sense of like, yeah, in a very specific context. So, because for the most part, like, for the most part in my life, I, I, I've lived a very uh, privileged and fortunate life where most of the things that I wanted to do, I was able to do either because I had the ability to get there myself or I had the support system behind me to help me achieve whatever it was that I wanted to achieve. Like, and so... 
I, I feel I, I actually in, in many areas of my life, I feel very confident about being mm-hmm. able to achieve the things that I want to achieve. But, and I think that I've mentioned this before on the podcast, but maybe not, but, but there are things that I, that I have in the past and, and probably like in, even in the recent past have like opted out of or said like, oh no, like I'm not interested in doing that. No, that's okay. No, I'm not, I wouldn't really care to do that. But like, it is something that maybe I would have wanted to try, but because I'm afraid that my weight will prevent me from doing it, I've just said, no, I won't, I won't do it. Like I, I'm not interested. So like, I remember like moments where like, I remember a a specific instance where some of my siblings were going, uh, parasailing Mm -hmm. and, and I remembered like saying, no, I'm like, I'm not interested in doing it. No, I I don't want to do that. And so I told everyone that I didn't, that I didn't want to do it. And I maybe even convinced myself that I didn't want to do it, but like, I would have liked to have done it, but I was, Uh I was afraid that I wasn't going to be like able to do it because of my weight. And then Mm -hmm. I would rather just say that I don't want to do it then that I couldn't actually do it. Right. You know? And so there have been multiple things like that in my life that, that, uh, that I Mm. have done for, for sure. Yeah. And so now when, when things like that, so a couple of things, like when things like that come up and I, and I catch myself saying like, Oh no, I don't want to do that. I do have to think to myself, okay, do I actually not want to do it? Mm. Or am I afraid that I'm not going to be able to do it? And, and I have to like, distinguish that in my mind because my my instinct is to say I don't want to do it right like like maybe I do so can you you tell me can you give an example of something recently so the most recent thing that I can think of was um in relation to this trip to Switzerland that um that well at the time of recording I haven't yet gone, but at the time of this podcast coming out, I'll have already been. So yeah. I was looking at some of the things to do when we're there. And there's one place in particular that has a bunch of different things that you can do that yeah. are like extreme sport kind of things. Okay. And so I was looking at a few of them and I, and I right away and I like closed the website because I was like, nah, I don't want to do that. And I closed it. And then like later in the day, I was like, do I not want to do that stuff? Like, and so I was like, so then I was like thinking to myself, like what, well, what would I rather do? Yeah. Like, and I'm like, well, I let's look at it again. And so I opened the website up up again and I like looked at the different things again and I was like, okay, but that like that, actually that's one thing, like that might be fun. And that other thing, like that might be fun. And like, so one of the things is like a little bit like a hang gliding thing. Yep. And I was like, okay, but, and like, it would be scary for me because I, I am like a little bit nervous of heights. And so, but, but like, I kind of want to do it. And so I was like, and so then, so then I had this whole thing where I was like, okay, but I do want to do it. So like, why did I close the website like an hour ago, you Mm -hmm. know? And so then I was like, okay, 
like check the weight limit anyway like i'm well within the weight limit like it yeah. like it's not an issue it's a non issue it's not even yeah. like uh, like would they put you on a scale and like maybe mm-hmm. it might work no 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 like it's 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 nothing and so i was yeah. like okay but so you do actually want to do this thing and it wouldn't yeah. be a problem you would be able to do it anyway so i sent the link to the boys and was like we should we should look at this <laughs> but but it was i legitimately thought to myself I don't want to do that and close the website. I hope you do it. I think we will. So it's stuff like that, right? Like, so it's not quite the same as like what, like the examples they gave in the podcast, but it's the same idea, right? Where you, where in order to prevent yourself from experiencing something negative, right? Like, like failure, shame, you Mm -hmm. know, like some sort of a negative emotion, Mm-hmm. you just eliminate the opportunity altogether. Yeah. But when you do that, you miss out on so much stuff, right? Like, you, like you miss out on experiences and opportunities. But in the case of the podcast, they were saying you also miss out on learning opportunities, right? Yes. Like, because every time you try something, if it doesn't quite go the way that you want it, it's still a learning experience. Like if you think of like job opportunities, every time you interview for a job, even if you don't get the job, you now have this new like uh, uh, selection of interview questions that have been asked to you that you mm-hmm. now can think about and prepare answers for. You have yes. you know, you've had this other experience of you know you know interacting in a professional setting. You know, like or even you know I think of like like the multiple times that I joined WW. You know, like every time you know even if it doesn't stick the first time or the second time or the fifth time, like, like there are things that you learn along the way yeah. mm-hmm. that the next time you still have that learning. You're not, you're exactly. not starting from zero again. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh. So that was interesting. The, the other thing that I thought that was in the podcast that was super interesting to me was they said, you can't, over s and this is related you can't overestimate people's desire to avoid pain and to seek mm. pleasure in the moment so they were saying that people will do remarkable things if it's pleasurable for a moment but it's going to be problematic in the future and so mm. of course like with with overeating that's a great example like oh, yeah it's very, it's remarkable how well many of us can put ourselves through overeating episodes where we know in the moment this might be okay or might feel, mm-hmm. might, might, you know, give us some sort of sense of pleasure, but, you know, 30 minutes from now, 30 days from now, you know, know, like a year from now, it's going to be a problem. Um, And, but they also said, you also can't overestimate people's desire to avoid pain. And so they Mm. were like, people like our brains are wired to avoid pain. And so we will do lots of things to avoid something that we anticipate being a problem. And so the example that they gave was um, some sort of a research study that was done with people who uh, were getting tested for sexually transmitted infections. Yeah. And 
they said that the majority of people, like I think it was 70 something percent of people would rather not know the result of their yeah. testing than receive like negative feedback, like then find out yeah. that they were, that they did have some sort of infection. <laughs> that was mind blowing to me, but like also in, it's funny how something can make no sense and a lot of sense all at the same time. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, like it makes sense to me that you don't want to get bad news, but like it makes zero sense that you would rather just not know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? But that's the way our brains are, are um, sort of put together. Yeah. The one thing I had written down um, uh, was about like the honesty, being honest with people. Mm, yeah. And sharing things. And so, it, they, you know, talked about, you know, being honest with people is only helpful if they, if they can actually make a change to whatever you're being honest with them about. Right. Right. So, you know, it's not to say, well, you know what, I don't like your nose. Yeah, I mean, or the color that, of your eyes. I hate the color of your eyes. That's, well, that's it. Like, that's a hurtful thing to say because yeah. there's nothing I can do about it. Yeah, and that was the but. Point. It was about, it's just, if I have a, something stuck in my teeth, please yeah. tell me. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Correct. That's yeah. Or, that's great. Yeah. Or you know, the I think the girl was saying like one time her mom came out and she said, "Are you wearing that?" Mm -hmm. You know, with some dress and then and she my, my mother went in and changed. She says, but it's better to make those comments to somebody while they have the opportunity to go and do something about it rather than to wait until they're at an event and you say, why did you wear that? Yeah. So yeah. that they can feel yeah. like the whole time they're there, like they're uncomfortable or, with how they're yes. dressed. Yes. Yeah. Or like I said, as a, if a coworker was to ask about a presentation, like two days before or the day before, it's fine to make comments about it, but not just as they're going into the actual meeting with the Correct. presentation. Correct. Can you I, before we wrap up, can I tell you yeah. one small thing? So yesterday yeah. I went to get my haircut and the, so I sit down in the chair and I wasn't at my regular barber because he's on vacation. And so it was someone else. The okay. very first thing this woman says to me is, do you no. bleach your hair yourself? And I said, yes. And she said, you missed a spot. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Why would you say that to me? Right? Because it's exactly that. It's yeah. Like, what am I supposed to do with that information? Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for letting me know that when there's literally nothing I can do about it. Like, yeah. are you going to fix it for me right now? No. Yeah. I was like, oh, I think literally I said, oh, <laughs> and that was it. Like, I, I don't even know what to say to that. Thank you. <laughs> I'll reflect the comment in your tip. Uh, right. <laughs> Congratulations. You're welcome. Yeah. Here's a tip for you. <laughs> Don't say that. To Don't say that to people. <laughs> Take that tip to the bank. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh my goodness. Lots, lots of great advice this week, Sandy. This was super oh, fun. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh so, be honest, oh. With people only when it's helpful. Yes. Uh, you know, 
be, you know, if if someone offers you gum, take it. Take it. <laughs> and, you know, wear the bathing suit, but only if you feel yeah. comfortable in it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you so. go. Summed it up. <laughs> Wrap it all up in a little bow on top of it. Well, my friend, you know what's really exciting is that I will see you in two days. Woohoo! Looking forward to it. It'll be a good time. Anyways, all right. Well, thank you, uh, Henny, for this time together. Enjoy your afternoon. Thank you. I will. Fun. Um, I'm going to pack. And um, for those who are listening, thanks for listening. And uh, We'll catch back up with you soon. Yeah, next week. Okay, bye. bye.